Hey friends, it's Ashley and Jana. Welcome back to Season 2 of the Geek Girls Universe Podcast, your home for the latest entertainment and fandom news. Hey friends, welcome back to the Weekly Bugle. Today we have a couple of fun things to chat about. One, we are going to talk about that fantastic Loki poster that dropped and see what maybe that means. And we have a couple of other fun and news items. Uh, Let's see. I think we're going to talk about maybe Young Avengers. There was some pretty fun and entertaining news from the set of Spider-Man. As always, I feel like. He's like hanging out (laughs) in a really... Ooh, he went to a dark place this week. Um, a dungeon. And then Zombies 3. If you're new here or you haven't already, we would love it if you would leave us a rating on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening to. It does help our podcast reach other geeks and the more the geekier, right? We also have a Facebook group, Geek Girls Universe. You don't need to be a girl to join only a geek. So let's talk about that awesome Loki poster because his outfit Like, let's just talk about that. (laughs) And then the logo itself, which I know we've seen floating around a little bit, but I feel like that logo has some, I don't know, maybe hidden meanings, some Easter eggs. Oh, for sure. I mean, it's Marvel, number one. (laughs) It's not a normal font. It's a, you know, a collection of things. Um, I think that they're pulling... I don't, I not only think I, I know it just because I know the comics, they're pulling different variations of his logo from different comics, like his name, uh, because we are time traveling. So I think we're going to get into a lot of the Loki storylines from the comics that we haven't seen yet. There's definitely some of that at play. I love the clock that they have in the background with the hands yes. spinning, which definitely also speaks to that whole time travel thing. And he's in his prison suit. Is that like its official yes. name? Does it have a I think name? So. Prison suit. I think uh, that's just his TVA uh, uh-huh. uh, prisoner suit. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And his collar so he can't escape or use his powers. Right. So that collar is, I would have to like go back and like look, look, but it's basically the same one that they used on Wanda in Civil War to disrupt yes. her power so that she couldn't use it because we all know. Loki can be in handcuffs, he can be gagged, and he still used the Tesseract to get himself out of there. So, yes, unless you're disrupting his power flow, he can do whatever he wants, whenever he wants, however he wants. Oh, yeah. Yep. So, yeah, I'm super excited about it. Also, you know, obviously, we're we're excited for Loki. I think that's, that's, that was my most anticipated show that they announced. I mean, obviously, we're obsessed with WandaVision. We loved it. Falcon and Winter Soldier, love it. But Loki, there's just something about him. It's Loki, I mean. <laughs> Loki is a good time. He's always entertaining. And I'm always up for a little bit of uh, Hiddleston because he's just a fantastic actor. Oh, oh, for sure. The and awesome- I love... Sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I was going to say the, the clock thing too and just the overall like design colors just reminded me of the portion of the trailer where they show him in like the TVA with their – it's an homage to their time traveling machine that they made in the comics. I don't think that's – I don't know if that's going to be what they use. I don't know if they're going to be like, oh, hey, yay. Uh, here's the, you know, time traveling machine or if they'll think that's a little too cheesy. But – I, it's definitely like a nod to that, which I thought was super cool. 
Interesting. And I'm not that familiar with the Loki comics, so I did not, like, I wouldn't have picked up on that. But I do just have to say that, A, I love the, the whole circle design of it. And I also think it's interesting that it's circles versus, say, you know, hexagons, because I feel like we've been <laughs> focused on hexagons a lot between the quantum realm and Wanda and her powers. Um, so I was like, oh, oh, we have circles this time. Okay. Okay. We're doing something different. <laughs> We get a new shape. Yay. <laughs> Although there is that Mephesto uh, stained glass window that was in the trailer. So there might be some hexagons out there too. We don't know. It's true. We just do not know. It looks like a very fancy high-end watch. He probably stole it from somewhere. I mean, it's Loki. <laughs> he just lifted it, grabbed it, pickpocketed it. Funny news that we had this week. Well, I find it funny. Oh, I laughed. The guy that tweeted it probably didn't find it funny because it was Instagram. He Instagrammed it. Oh, it was Instagram. I saw the I saw the tweet of it. Apparently, after it was Instagrammed. Yeah. So, William Spencer, who is Andrew Garfield's stunt double, has shared or shared, I should say, and has since deleted a photo of him allegedly on the set of Spider-Man: No Way Home. He also tagged Tom Holland's stunt double in the caption and liked a comment where someone asked, are you on the set of Spider-Man No Way Home? Uh, Yeah, so that's a really big no-no. I mean, I think we all know that. But again, we kind of know this multiverse angle of No Way Home that has been floating around since forever. Uh, So it's not surprising that... You know, Andrew Garfield possibly is on set. I know there's been rumors that all the Spider-Mans are going to come together anyway. But yeah, no, dude, pretty sure he's in Marvel jail somewhere because you and I have seen (laughs) a Marvel dungeon somewhere. Uh, You and I have seen these NDAs that and that was just to watch an episode of a show that hadn't come out yet. We had to sign an NDA for it. So I cannot only I just can't imagine what the NDA looks like for being on the set and you went and shared an Instagram and you tagged people. Come on, man. You will never work again. <laughs> like what? It's like maybe he'd already been fired and then shared it. Cause he was like, whatever. Yeah. Seriously. The NDA we signed just to like pre-screen an episode of something that was dropping like that week on TV or to do a set visit is. Yes. It's so long. Almost unreasonably insane, but I get it. Like they're, protecting their property. I mean, this is one of the things that makes us love Marvel, right? Is because of all the secrets and you're like, oh my goodness, nobody knows anything. But the other thing about that is like, so he's in Marvel jail somewhere. I would love to pretend it's actually the raft because I think that would be hilarious. But quite frankly, he's probably in Gitmo. <laughs> like we will never see this movie again. He's probably dead. The mafia has come and collected him. Yeah. Like, <laughs> dude. Well, I mean, where were his brains? I don't know what this guy was thinking. Like, does he not know that they don't joke around? I I don't know. And like, it's hilarious yeah. to me because when we interviewed the cast of Ant-Man and the Wasp, Michael Douglas, the Michael Douglas, legit made jokes about being like taken out while sitting in the room with oh, us when like he goes, I can't say anything because like they'll get me. And he like looks around like they're going to come mean, in from the publisher to be like, can I say that? Yes. He literally like looking up at like the ceiling rafters like they will come and get me if I say a word. So, dude. William Spencer, dude, dude, I just, man, so it was nice knowing you, I guess. I mean, not really, because I didn't care about the movie when 
Andrew Garfield as Spider Man, but <laughs> true, so true. <laughs> it was yeah, that guy. Yeah, nuts. Nice knowing for- you, William Spencer. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that Instagram post was worth it. <laughs> uh, for real. Um, oh another God. confirmation we saw this week was for the casting for Falcon and Winter Soldier. So this is a slight spoiler, uh, warning. But Elijah Richardson, who was rumored to be playing Eli Bradley, a.k.a. Patriot, in the show was confirmed by his agency, also on Instagram. They were like, hey, watch Falcon and Winter Soldier. Elijah Richardson's in it. And I was like, oh, okay. Which is exciting because honestly, Patriot means one more for the Young Avengers, which we are all about. For sure. I thought it was interesting too because I was writing my review and then putting in some quotes. I had gone through the cast list on IMDb and, you know, and here like the caveat, obviously, like people can edit IMDb. Right. But we also know that people related to the movie at Marvel and their publishers can edit IMDb. So if somebody puts something on there that's not supposed to be out yet they do take it down pretty quickly that's happened a lot i'm trying to think the one their hit bone one one time and we were all like "Ooh," and then they were like nope coming down and it ended up being correct but we were all like wait what i feel like it was related to the ant-man and the wasp like it might have been like who was playing like the older cassie or something but anyway so i had been on imdb looking for a couple of people and there were some cast members that have been listed and they don't have names yet and then there were a few others that had like a first name but not a last name and you were like huh i wonder yeah spoilers but not complete secrets not complete no not if the casting company is like oh hey watch the show but yeah i'm excited if we're getting patriot i'm all about the young avengers we already have a lot of we've talked about this i feel like all the time but there's already a ton of the other characters out there kate bishop is coming in the hawkeye show so i'm ready i think the young avengers is going to be a lot of fun and i'm looking forward to seeing elijah when he shows up in the show to play patriot same and we've talked about young avengers on here before like we're super excited for young avengers in general uh so every time we see another character pop up we're like woohoo so we are here for it heck yes and then the other thing we're here for or at least my kids are i mean i'm a little excited but i know my kids are going (laughs) to be uh confirmed that they will begin shooting zombies three later this spring and the premise of this one apparently is the zombies and the palms and the werewolves are about to team up to face a threat of galactic proportions so we basically have everything in this movie right we got the walking dead space aliens (laughs) aliens (laughs) werewolves cheerleaders cheerleaders yeah, I know. My kids are going to freak too. I won't lie. I like, I enjoy the movies. I'm a big fan of the Descendants movies. And I know um, that the, the Royal Wedding is coming soon too. Girl, I am so excited <sighs> for that. I, I'm not going to lie. I listen to the soundtrack all the time. <laughs> it's also one my sister has on repeat. My two-year-old nephew loves to dance to the Descendants. It's one of his favorites. Yes. I was in a conversation with another adult about what the best song from Descendants was. <laughs> 
And I was like, it's ways to be wicked, FYI. It definitely is one. <laughs> that one. And then I love the one. And don't ask me what the name of it is because I actually don't know the name. Sometimes I just sing along. But the one where they're dancing on the stairs in the water. I think I like it too because I remember um, seeing the making of it when we interviewed Kenny Ortega and that whole group. And it was so much fun because they basically were just like splashing around in water. And we're like, how did they all not just biff it on that wet? <laughs> <laughs> and then how do you dance around in a soggy, heavy dress? I was like, please explain this to me. <laughs> Disney magic. That's how. It is. It's totally Disney magic. Yep. Yes. Yeah, no yep. shame. I'm I'm excited for Zombies 3. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, no, man, all the Disney stuff is good. They make such good soundtracks. Oh, that's, I know, that's what it is, right? I'll, I'll admit it. I have Descendant songs and some zombie songs on my running playlist. <coughs> High school musical. <laughs> Not surprised by that at all. I mean, no. <laughs> I mean, no. Not even a little. <laughs> nope. Shouldn't be. Shouldn't be surprised in the least. <laughs> so... Now, we've kind of made it clear that we're not going to even try to uh, support a certain uh, film franchise <laughs> on this podcast because we're just not fans of it. However, there's been some interesting chatter on Twitter about it, both sides, mind you, talking about it. Um, mm-hmm. And what I what I wanted to ask you, and I have to think about my answer, that's why I'm going to ask you first, <laughs> is that... Uh, people have been saying, oh, if there was another film you could get a complete uncut version of, you know, four hours or longer or less, what would it be and why? So for you, what film would you love to see uncut? I'm not sure I could narrow it down at this exact moment to any single film, but I would honestly take any Marvel film uncut. Oh, for sure. Like, hands down, if you gave me any, I would be excited about that. With the exception of an Iron Man film and the Hulk. They can just go away. <laughs> um, so I mean, other, I, like, knew, I knew that's what you meant without you even having to say it. Right, right. But I was like, for our listeners, I should clarify that. Right. <laughs> and especially, like, the Winter Soldier or Civil War, I would be really excited for one of those to be uncut. Oh, my gosh, the Winter Soldier, because that's my favorite anyway. Just give me more of that. But I would gladly take any of them and just be like, yeah, just give it, give it all to me. Give me all of it. Yes, I agree. I, think I would love not Marvel to be like, oh, you know, <laughs> what else do I like? I mean, there, there are things I just can't think off the top of my head. I think like if we're talking Marvel, I would, again, like you said, any of them other than those that you mentioned. But uh, I want to see like. I feel like Ant-Man and Ant-Man and the Wasp especially would be funny because of just like Paul Rudd and the energy of that whole cast. Uh, mm-hmm. Michael Pena with his, uh, you know, I mean, how many takes did he do to like get through the story? And were there variations of the story or other things that he added in? I would love to see that. Yes. Uh, Non-Marvel for me, uh, like... Probably if we're going a little bit old school, I'd say Lord of the Rings. And I know that they released extended versions, but there still had to be stuff that was cut out. Right. I would watch that. And, oh, I saw that apparently there were several different versions of Mrs. Doubtfire because of how much Robin Williams just kind of improv like to the point yes. where there was like a rated R cut of Mrs. Yes, Doubtfire. I saw that in the news and I was like, wow. I'm like, I want to see 
that. In fact, let me see any Robin Williams film uncut with just all of his improv because he was hysterical and I want to, I want it. I think it would be amazing. I can't imagine what he did or said to make Mrs. Doubtfire rated R, but then again, I also have seen his stand-up. So, I mean, I guess I can't imagine a little bit. Uh-huh. <laughs> right. And because it's, I mean, it's basically a kid's movie, right? Is it PG, PG-13? Like it's definitely- It's like back in the day. So it was- rated. <laughs> right. It was a back in the day PG. So most likely a PG-13 now, true. but a PG so then. <laughs> yes. Like, and, and I have a funny story about the back in the day PG movies, because there was this one time that my kids were at my mom's with my sister and they were all hanging out and our twins must have been like really little because I think Zach was six and Sophie was four. So our twins were like, you know, barely two or something. They wanted to watch Spaceballs. <laughs> and my mother and sister were like, oh, it's rated PG. It's fine. You know, because I mean, with a parent, like we'd sometimes let them watch PG. That's, you know, whatever. And when they told me they let them watch it, I was like, what? 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 Why would you let them watch that? And they were like, well, it's PG. And I was like, mom, like, and you have to understand she's a school teacher, right? And she taught preschool. And she was like married to my dad, of all people, who was just like crazy and appropriate half the time. And I was like, what part of that movie do you ever remember being appropriate for basically anybody under the age of maybe 18? But do you not remember when the Motion Picture Association of America like changed the ratings because things weren't appropriate? Like, why? Why did you let my kids watch that? And that's exactly why whenever like my husband and I went like, uh, movies that we watched <gasps> growing up come up and the kids are like I want to watch that I'm like I need to rewatch that because uh-huh. I'm pretty sure there's stuff in there you might not need to be watching yet <laughs> you know and I'll watch stuff that was rated PG and just be shocked and then I'll see stuff that was rated even PG-13 like when they first started doing PG-13 and I'm yes. still like no 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 it's bad unfathomable to me the things that they got away with as pg back then right like i'm sorry what yeah exactly like i think like robin hood men in tights was pg (laughs) uh when she's got like chastity underwear i don't think that's pg i really don't Uh uh (laughs) it doesn't seem like it should be nope negative negative so yeah no that's hilarious wow so those are my picks i pick any marvel movie lord of the rings and anything with robin williams in it but especially a rated r missed outfire because that would be amazing not for children obviously that would really be funny (laughs) do you have any others i'm trying to think like i'm really struggling with what else i would watch like there are probably horror movies that i would want to watch because I think some of those outtakes would actually be entertaining, like funny, not like yeah. scary. Probably some of my favorite like animated Disney movies, like the newer ones, especially where you know that they just put in all these scenes that end up not making it. Those yes. I think would be fun to watch and just see like the deleted scenes that, you know, like when they do the like Zootopia has so many extra things in it that you know didn't make it. I think it would be mm-hmm. fun to see some of those characters that didn't end up making the cut or the scenes that didn't make the cut yeah i i agree harry potter oh there you go 
I'd watch any of those Harry Potter movies and see what scenes they didn't make. Film. That's a good one. I, I was just be good. You got me thinking about um, animated movies, and I was just like, "Oh, Toy Story four, simply because Key and Peele, I'm sure, <laughs> just did. They just probably put them together and said, "Here's a general idea of where you need to go. Mm-hmm. Just go." And having, I'm a huge fan of their show. I would love to hear again. It's kind of like Ron Williams. I would love to hear what exactly they came up with that didn't make it and probably couldn't have made it even if they wanted to make it. The little Pixar popcorn shorts was kind of like the, uh, uh, I swear that was probably one of their outtakes that they used. Yeah, I could see that. They're hilarious together though. So I would love to hear them just run on with whatever was going on. They should totally do like another whole little series of. Oh, they should. That would be fun. For sure. Mandalorian. I'd like to see Mandalorian outtakes or a like uncut version. Yeah, that'd be fun. WandaVision too. Yes. You know, where we can be like, look, it was Mephesto all along. I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) I'm kidding. Sort of. Are you though? <laughs> Until they flat out say he is not involved in some way, I will I will stay on the hill with my flag. Mephesto, <laughs> Mephesto is involved. Well, you know, and that's the thing. Like to be honest, I get the whole like, oh my gosh, that fandom took it everywhere, blah blah blah. But like, it's part I of the fun. Believe. There were so many things that like just screamed Mephesto. We didn't make those up. They were in there. For sure. They were definitely in there. And, you know, they didn't say he wasn't, that it wasn't on purpose. You know, after all, they just said that they weren't planning on him. Like, he wasn't a factor as far as, like, the actual what was happening in the story. But that doesn't mean he's not setting something up for further down the road. So 100%. Also... I don't, did we talk about this? So I sh- if you're wondering where our Falcon Winter Soldier breakdown is, we did that actually. And we had it up on Friday because uh, Jan and I had a screener ahead of time. So we were able to watch it rage and rage and rage about US Agent and, and do a breakdown. But I don't know if I said it on there, but I did find a random obscure <laughs> possible way far out there. Mephesto connection of Falcon and Winter Soldier and I literally just laughed about it. I was like, I can't make this up. <laughs> no, that was so funny. So if you're wondering what it is and I know, and let me make it clear I am not saying Mephesto is involved in this show as much as I am team Mephesto is in the inner workings. <laughs> I am not again, I am not saying that he is doing anything in Falcon and Winter Soldier. But I did find it funny that, but so Batroc is back and in the comics, one of his like teams or villainy groups that he joins is called Legions Accursed, L.A. Now in the show, he's working with L.A.F. We don't know what the F stands for. Actually, we don't know what any of that stands for yet, but I still thought it was funny. And Legion Accur- Legions Accursed is led by Mephesto in the comics. And I laughed and I texted you because I was like, yes, so found a Mephesto reference. It was so funny. It's like, you can't make this up. Like, it's literally just right there. 
<laughs> and I will tell you, I had no idea. I knew Batroc was in, you know, Masters of Evil, and he had ties to Zemo because I had written this whole article about what Zemo could be up to in the show. But for me to go in and be like, what does LAF stand for? And I was just looking. And I'm like, okay. I clicked on things. And I'm just like, oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> like, I can't even. It was my festo yeah. all along. <laughs> it was. Yeah. No, you cannot make it up. I can't. But I'm looking forward to this week's episode. And it's going to be good. I can't same, wait. same, same. Hoping for some Zemo. Hoping somebody punches U.S. agent in the face. That'd be so good. Ugh, I can't even talk about him. I'm just going to get mad all over again. <laughs> Maddening. Ugh. Ugh. Vomit. But, vomit for real. But thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Geek Girls Universe podcast. Join us next week as we share all the breaking and exciting fandom news. As always, if you see anything you want to share with us, tag us on Twitter at Whiskey and Sunshine and at that Ashley Aaron. Until next time, geeks. Thanks for listening. Join us again next time for more geeky goodness.